Ah, hey, this is your wrestling podcast fix. Follow us on Facebook at the Inzagiri Pro Wrestling Discussions, on Twitter at the Inzagiri, and catch new weekly episodes of, you guessed it, the Inzagiri at SoundCloud.com. <laughs> Yo, what's going on? Hey, what's going on? <laughs> uh, not much. This is Fran. And this is DB Richards. With another episode of the Inzagiri. And tonight, we are. Gonna have a little chit chat. We haven't had one of these in, I think it's been a couple weeks. Yeah, we um, took a break. Yeah, so how'd you feel? Wonderful, wonderful. I'm doing great. I had a nice little. I had some of this Henry's bubbly, and you had some of my sour patch soda. And um, oh my gosh, this is amazing. Yeah, good stuff. So, so last Saturday, I went to um, Pro Wrestling After Dark. Yeah, how'd that go? Oh my gosh, it was like, it was like a big camp on ground, and you got bands playing in the background, you got a wrestling show going on, you got food trucks and everything. I felt like I was in a hippie world. You know what I mean? What matches did you uh, What matches did you watch? Um, I watched the um, Titus match. Um, he it was it was all mixed up. Like there was so much going on. I think your buddies were laughing at my red Titus joke. Uh, yeah, it was something I said about Red Titus when he was like, "I think I like this guy." <laughs> but like the whole place was amazing. I met Grizzard Redwood for the first time, and I told him like at the um, first Ring of Honor show he came out. I threw a um, streamer out for him, and he went like this. Thank you. Yeah, I mean, so it was awesome. I was the so you were the one person that did it in my entire career. Thank you. He's like, thank you. And he's like, he said thank you again. I was like... Nah, that's cool. But that's it was cool. kind of cool. I was like, I asked Joe Gacy and I asked him. I wanted to talk to Titus, but Titus was gone. Joe Gacy. How many times did he win the CZW title? Oh, like so two many. or three times? Yeah. yeah. But he was he's on the WWE Network. If you want to go back and watch... Um, Everything is on the network. No, um, you don't talk about the, the pay-per-view from Evolve. Oh, yeah, that's yeah. right. Yeah, he was on there. So, I, I told him congrats on being on the network, and he just recently got married, too. So, I talked to Joe. Joe's, like, he's down for um, coming on to um, do an interview next year. So, I'm hyped. I can't wait to put... I'm thinking I'm going to try to put that as our number one episode for next year, but yeah. I'm not sure yet. I want to... So... A couple things that I want to talk about, because we really didn't have a list of things to talk about, so we're just going to shoot from the hip, whatever that saying even means. Um, so, I had a talk with Dave, oh. and yes, Dave. Oh, me? Yes. That's oh. your first initial. D I, is Dave. I know. I, I didn't It's kind of like when Triple H is called Hunter. I totally understand that, but there's other days in, the, in our fan club. But there's only one Dave that really matters. Who's no, that? I can't say it. Dave Walker, our number one fan. Oh, thanks. Even no, no, no. Even after the huge spike of views that we got, he's still our number one fan. He's a good. He's a good guy. He um, he listens to the show. He's like, dude. Um, How the Cowboys do? They won against the Eagles. Oh, so he should be happy. Yeah, <laughs> but when he um. When he, um, we were talking, he's like, he comes back and he apologized. He's like, you were right. They can make, um, Bailey, um, heal. And, yeah. Duh. 
I know. Oh, that, yeah. Well, I still think that she should have been uh, catering to the kids. Yeah, that would have been great. That would have been so much more amusing. But what, what WWE writer will do that? Because they're all idiots. And I don't like the fact that they... Do we? I don't... Shut up. <laughs> I don't like the fact that they took away the... Uh, that they pulled the Vince McMahon line. It's, life sucks and then you die. Sorry, Bailey. Only one person can say that and mean it. Vince. <laughs> But, yeah. Um, no, so so basically, I've been having a discussion with DB. Oh, and you're yes. About yes. So I've been having a talk with him about future plans for the podcast and for the Facebook group. And once again, these are things that we would like to hear suggestions from people, anybody. I'll, like the only suggestion that we're not going to take is, oh well, you this person needs to be fired. Sorry, that's not going to happen. So hey, who's going to get fired? Nobody's getting fired. Uh, <clears throat> no, um, if you want to like um help us try to get equipment. No, no, no. I'm not even talking about all. No, this I'm, so, I'm, I'm asking too. Yeah, no, but w- what I was trying to mention was that so the plans with the league that's currently there. And the league did all, I mean, basically all the views or all, all, all the original followers that we got. I always tell Dave this. I give Dave credit because he was the one to start the league. And that's what got all the interest in the Facebook group. It wasn't George. Um, but <laughs> <laughs> so I wanted to see if we can add on top of that. And make the league even bigger than what it was. And I think it was the first two seasons was when it was at its peak. There's still de- there's still quite a few people playing it, but I got some ideas and I want to run with them. I want to see how they go. I think some of them are like a little too much though, like because you're like that's a little too much. I'm like, well, you know, throwing any ideas out there is which ones stick. <laughs> and there was also ideas that came up where I. We had disagreements and then came up with something in the middle that actually worked better than the original ideas. So, sometimes it works out. Yes, sometimes we could actually agree on things. We agree? Yes. Well, the other thing was, was that, so coming up, I had the idea of basically splitting the shows up while still having... Well, still having the, you know, all, all three hosts on. Yeah. And basically, I will take more of a recap results type of show. And Dave would take more of a, a variety slash interview show. It's basically the things that work in our, like, that benefit us that, that we're good at. So, but at the same time, I told him, I said, look. Like, you know, I'm not trying to say that, like, oh, I'm not going to be part of your show. Like, we still want to participate, but I think it's better to have one lead for each show. So, maybe somebody will disagree with that. Maybe even the people that we interviewed, if any of them are listening right now. It's just an idea. I'm telling you. We got a lot of stuff that we're trying to brainstorm with and things. And we want to... We got big plans that we want to try out by, um... After WrestleMania next year, so... I was looking at the um the the um the X eight or the L eight, that was what it was. The L eight the zoom. Yeah. It's like it's four hundred bucks. That would totally help us without 
hearing background noise. Oh, the background noise just it's just all part of being in the basement. So I understand, you know, but when you love when you love to have studio. headphones instead. But we could have all that without spending that much money. You know, you just gotta shop around a little bit. So we'll talk about that another time. <laughs> yes, we're a couple of broke bastards. We don't have that. We don't have that sweet Rick. Uh, Rick Weiss. <laughs> we don't have that sweet James Weiss money. <laughs> James, hook us up. James, I'm going to send him all the stuff that we need. Exactly. You're the go-to guy. You're the league master. The league so, master. <laughs> so, Wednesday nights, once again, now Dave, <laughs> this is a disagreement. Okay, so, so everybody over the last few weeks has been talking about, and, and depending on who you talk to, you could say, you could either say the AEW marks, as one will put it, or if you would say, like, oh, you know, oh, we have this war going on. And then I had a talk with Dave about that last week. He was like, there's no war. There's no competition. I said, yes, there is, but it's not like the Monday nights. That's never going to be duplicated because that was that was Eric Bischoff's idea. He was the one that said, you know what, I want to put my show on Monday nights against this juggernaut and see how it goes. See, the only reason why I don't think it's a war. Oh, yes, um, AEW winning in ratings because all the fans that are like AEW hard-ons. Um, oh, I like that, AEW hard-ons. And um, they're like, oh, we're going to watch AEW more than anything because that's the greatest thing ever. And then you got the NXT show coming on to on the same day I think product wise NXT was a better show on all three of them but AEW is not that bad I have to disagree their second episode <coughs> it was a lot better no 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 I'm saying so this isn't just our opinion this isn't just, you know, because you have the one guy, Mr. Meltzer, who is the big AEW mark that everybody always says that's under their payroll. They even joke about that. He said that NXT's first show was, it was better. Actually, you know, I'm not sure if he said that, but I remember like reading recaps and there were people that are very biased towards WWE. They're just sick and tired of it. Like, you know, but they said NXT's first show was better. I watched AEW's second episode, like from beginning to end. And I was looking for things to criticize. I was like, everything that they're doing is like so on point tonight that they need to have more episodes like this. And that's the big issue that that's the big issue that AEW has when it comes to what's going on between them and the NXT show is that NXT can afford to slip. They can afford to they they have so many things that they can afford not to do. And worst case scenario, they go back on the network. AEW's worst case scenario, they're out of business. You know, so that's one of the reasons why when we were talking about this and you said, oh, they think it's a war and everything. But here's the thing. And you mentioned this, too. You said the network or uh, 
NXT was already on the network on Wednesdays. But at the same time, you could watch them at any time. And that wasn't even an issue. You know, AEW made sure that they were going to go on. I They were going to go on a night where they were not competing against WWE. And Wednesday night was the most random night of the week. But because they, they were, well, were going to do Thursday. Because if they would have done Thursdays at the time, it would have been SmackDown. And they said, well, we can't do Fridays because SmackDown's going to go on the Fox network. And we're going to get obliterated because Fox compared to TNT, you know, I mean, that's, it speaks for itself. So then you're not going to do Mondays because as much of a shit show as Raw's been, Raw's still basically like the main wrestling show. As, well, okay, maybe not anymore now that SmackDown's on Fox, but, you know. So, Wednesday night, and that's when... They said, okay, we're going to have NXT on you. Like, WWE wanted this to happen. They wanted this to happen. Even if they were to say, here's the thing. Even if they were to say, oh, we might not win the ratings, but we're taking ratings away from them. If we're taking ratings away from them, that's 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 all we care about. You know? And you, and you were saying before, you were like, no, one put it that way because they're supposed to be seen as the third brand. But just like you said, you said... That when a company has been seen as something for such a long time, that they're gonna that it, it's kind of like it's kind of like how no matter what Macaulay Culkin does, he's always gonna be Kevin McAllister, you know. <laughs> what about the kid from um, My Girl? Yeah, the bees. <laughs> yeah. So NXT is always like people are always gonna see that as the third brand. That puts on the kick-ass takeover shows. That's how they're seen. and But they're always going to be like that regardless of where they are. But the reason why I was saying, like, I don't think that they're going to be seen as the as a third brand is... Here's one reason. They could be seen as a third brand, but they're still going to be the third brand out of the three of them. Because Vince McMahon is not going to have NXT matches show up Raw and SmackDown on major pay-per-views. Do you really think that they're going to have that happen? Um, maybe. I don't think that they're going to have NXT matches on major pay-per-views. I don't think they should have joined SmackDown Raw. I think they should have their own pay-per-view. No, no, no. Here's what I'm trying to say is that there's... So they're going to cut back on the takeover. Well, how can they cut back on the takeovers when they only have four of them a year anyway? That doesn't make any sense. They're not cutting back on takeovers. They're just cutting back on major pay-per-view nights. But but that's what I'm trying to say is that why would they do that? Because takeover was one of was one of the highlights of any of their shows. Everybody always looked forward to that. Yeah. But they think it's gonna hurt the major pay-per-views, like WrestleMania. NXT's best show is before that, and then nobody wants to go see WrestleMania because they just saw the best match. No, people are still look. People are still going to watch WrestleMania because it's WrestleMania, and we already had that talk because WrestleMania means more than the matches itself. You know, like especially when it comes to the wrestlers. The wrestlers don't give a fuck because it's still their biggest paycheck of the year. 
you know? Yeah. So, like Tommy Dreamer said before, he was like, yeah, we had one match, it was ECW Originals, and we had, like, less than ten minutes. And everybody was like, oh, you got shorted on time. It was, like, maybe a <laughs> seven-minute match. And he was like, it was still my biggest pay- it was still my biggest paycheck that year. So Tommy's name came up on Busted Open, um, I think it was last week. And they're like, Tommy will eat anything. Oh yeah, we except, already know that. Except blood and shit. Except blood and shit. Yeah. Well thank God for that. <laughs> At least he has morals. <laughs> I will drink take or spit. But blood, no, nah, it's too Because, much. like, um, he asked him, did you drink piss? He goes, yeah. So, he drank his own piss. Oh, uh-huh. you know. Uh. I mean, hey, it's a fetish for some people, so. <laughs> so, like, you learn, like, you don't have, you don't have satellite, right? No. So, I learned stuff from Busted Open. I'm like, opens up my eyes a little bit more on things. But I'm not trying to give shit to Bully Ray. Bully's not on there all the time. It's Mark Henry too and Tommy. No, no, but I'm saying for the shows that he is on, because obviously Bully Ray is a humongous man that could beat the fuck out of any of us. But um, <laughs> but it's just the fact that like for a guy who's had so many years in the business and has been through so much stuff, some of the stuff that just comes out of his mouth does not make any sense. Like. Some of the stuff just comes across as so hypocritical, like, you know, and it's like, okay, well, maybe, maybe you just kind of grew into this personality that you have now, but, like, I, I mean, the whole, the whole, you know what really kind of got to me was the HOH show, the one with the Rock and Roll Express. Yeah. And, like, yes, I understand, Rock and Roll Express, legendary tag team, but my God. They're tag team champions right now. But, but, but my God. Like, just seeing Bubba Ray Dudley lick their fucking assholes at the ECW arena, I said, I cannot even picture this right now. Like, you know? Yeah, I think Rock and Roll Express is a tag team champions in NWA. Is that right? I'm not totally sure. I need to look at it. And which one of them busted out a Canadian Destroyer? <laughs> another another reason why that move has been, like, absolutely ruined. <laughs> I don't know. I haven't watched it yet. Remember when that first? Remember the first time we saw it? that move was amazing. Now everybody's doing it like it's a suplex. <laughs> it's like super kicks. They, they were amazing at one point with Shawn Michaels doing it, and then boom. super kicks are still fun to watch. They're just a little too much. Like I love the move, but when you see the young bucks use it like fifteen times in one match, but I know it's their gimmick. Well, you know what? But that was. Okay, so this isn't to the defense of them, but it's to the defense of when you have wrestlers that because the because people are talking. I mean, like you know, the Bucks are very polarizing as it is. It's not just a a W marks. I mean, there's a lot of people that aren't really high on them as a tag team, which really doesn't make any because they are a good tag team. But like, it's the fact that um, yeah, just some of the stuff they do. It's it's it's. Ruining the business, so to speak. Like, I, you know, no, I like them. But I no, just think no, they no, use them but, too much. No, but I'm saying, like, just some... It's kind of like... it's it, They're kind of seen the same way, and I know I'm, like, kind of stuttering with this. 
they're kind of seeing that it's the same way as like when Omega was in DDT wrestling the the freaking doll, or when half the stuff in Chikara. Like you know, it's like oh look at Chuck Taylor with this grenade. Like you know, it's the comedy aspect of wrestling. I, so, well, Chikara is a different world. You know what I mean? But it doesn't matter. It's the fact that this stuff can be seen on YouTube and it's in a wrestling ring and people are going to see that and then Jim Cornette's going to lose his mind. So, eh, Jim Cornette. I, I like him, but he talks too much. But Jim Cornette is very stuck on his ways, which is why stuff like NWA right now is um, his wet dream. So, yeah, <sighs> I, I, I like NWA. Like, I totally put my order from um, last week's shows in order. I put um, NWA, Power. Then I put NXT, because I thought it was a better show. Then AEW. And then I think I put Raw, SmackDown, then Raw. Yeah, but lately SmackDown had, I mean, you know, everybody uh, was, was everybody was so high on SmackDown. And then whatever mystery with Bischoff getting fired, even though Bruce Pritchard was basically running things anyway. And um, again, like we all weren't even really sure what Bischoff was doing. Like, even when you listen to interviews, it's like, what exactly was he doing? So... I think that's one of the reasons why he was gone. Well, it was also the whole thing of, like, basically, he looked at it as a 9-to-5 job instead of, this is my life. You know? And that's one of the things that Vince McMahon is still very high on. It's like, we need people that could basically invest all their time into this, if possible. So, and Bischoff still looked at it as a regular job. Yeah. But at the same time, did he really look at it as a regular job? I mean, he moved... He moved to Connecticut for this job. I mean, that's kind of a bit of a commitment there. So, yeah, so we know that you moved from your nice, sweet ranch home in, like, Montana or wherever the fuck it was. But, uh, you know what? Kiss our ass. So. Uh, did you see, um, Pratt? Yeah. So, anyway, um, so tonight... Not going to talk about every single match that we saw from oh, both shows. Oh, that's what it was. We're not going to talk about every single match from both shows. We're just going to talk about what we were... We're going to talk about what I saw, what you saw, just by glancing over and watching the matches while we were trying to figure out what we were doing tonight. So, so I... Can I bring up one thing before we do? Yeah. Um, Impact um, offered Robert Roode and AJ Styles... To come on to their pay-per-view that's going to be coming up will be all Impact, like TNA matches. And TNA offered on to Machine, Machine Guns and the Young Bucks to come back for the pay-per-view too. That would be very nice if they would allow that to happen. But... If... Because WWE did before, with um, barring Ric Flair for the Hall of Fame. Yeah, but he wasn't wrestling. But yeah, but Flair and Christian, when Christian did their the whole thing with TNA, like they weren't wrestling matches. They yeah. just made an appearance. That's the difference. But and and AJ Styles is so far out from his time in TNA that like, do you really think he even wants to talk about that now? Because when he left TNA, he did not leave on the greatest of terms. <clears throat> but that that was with Dixie Carter. It doesn't matter. But 
it's a new set of group, and and it's the reason why Impact's been one of the best shows coming out there now. Yeah, but, I haven't watched some Tuesday show yet, but 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 once again, like now, not trying to def- not trying to defend anything associated with AEW, which I know you'll probably take it this way. I think that the Bucks will be willing to work with them because of their history with the most. Because they had like they had their feud was was incredible. <coughs> like, they had one of the best feuds going. Didn't Machine Gun sign with WWE? So, but. Um, I don't, I don't know. I'll have to look that up. Not now. Just... I think that would be a case of what Tony Khan would want. Because when it comes down to it, he's the one in charge. Like, people people will, like, you know, need to realize that. It's like, you know, as much as Cody, Omega, like, you know, all the VPs that they have, the main guy in charge is the Khan, so... And it seems now that they're they actually have their TV deal and everything, that things are different as far as how much they're willing to work with people. And we already know about their relationship with certain companies, how that kind of went. Like, what wasn't it, um... Things kind of went sour with uh, Ring of Honor? Yeah, I think so. And then, of course, the way that... And then, of course, like, New Japan wasn't incredibly happy with the way that Omega left... Because that kind of left them, that that left them in a tough position at the time. So, <clears throat> it would really help, though. Again, like any companies that are willing to work with each other, you know. But when it comes down to it, it's still the the companies involved. Like, how do they benefit? See, if Impact was smart, but the WWE having the network. And um, it's free range to use. Like, look how Evolve did. Evolve did awesome. Impact's and, not going to do that. I know they're not going to do that. But be smart and go, okay, let's put it on the network. Because I know Vince McMahon wants to put more wrestling on the network. He wants to have a monopoly on, all the re- on, on every single wrestling library out there. Because it just makes the network a better deal for everybody. And I think it will be great for Impact to go with them. But, because the, but the problem is is that Evolve is seen as a developmental for WWE. Yes. People don't want to think of it that way, but it is. That's why they're allowed to do that. Impact, on the other hand, is its own separate company. And it seems that they're a little more willing to work with other companies, which is a good thing. It's basically kind of the same model that Ring of Honor had. But at the same time... You see, there's there's a lot of things that you got that you got to keep in mind with My that. My question is, how many people go into the TNA Plus and watch it? You know what I mean? How many people go into WWE Network? Yeah, but the network is the nope. People are not going to see the network as the end all of everything. Okay, so this was a conversation we had not too long ago. You had a discussion with somebody on Twitter, and they said, I'm going to cancel them, because that's what everybody says. They say that every single pay-per-view, and that's something that you hear all the time, and it is annoying. But what's really annoying is when people don't follow through on that. You're like, I'm going to cancel. No, you're not. You're going to keep your network subscription going. If you're going to cancel it, just fucking cancel it, okay? Because all of them But you said, but this is what you said. You said, 
But that would be stupid. That would be stupid because then you're losing the back library of all this other stuff that you can watch. But that's exactly Vince McMahon's thought process. Is that he doesn't have to worry about what is being put on television right now because people are still going to pay their $10 a month. This is why we're dealing with the stuff that we have going on right now. But do you think I want to get rid of the network? No. But that's exactly why. Is And that's why we still see this mind-numbing bullshit on Raw and SmackDown. That make, and, and, and it's not to say that it's all bad, because there are some good things in there. Like, you know, you can't... Because, I mean, I go on YouTube, like, this was before we started doing this show. I would go on YouTube, and I'll find the good things, and there will be good things to watch. But at the same time, when you watch the entire show, every single week, Raw and SmackDown, you realize, my God, how are they still on the air? This is some fucking bullshit. Okay, what was so bad about Hell in a Cell? The main event. Okay. And we already talked about that. Yeah. We said, you have a very tasty dinner, at the very end, you eat a pile of shit. What are you going to remember? Yeah, we're going to remember the pile of shit, but I'm just putting it out there. But the rest of the card was good. It doesn't matter. It does matter. It doesn't matter. This is wrestling booking 101, and we've talked about it with the wrestlers. You should know this because you talk to them more than anybody else. Is that you build the show, and then basically the climax is the main event. That's the thing that, that's what's selling the show. Correct. And it's the same thing when we were talking to Ethan Essex or whatever. It was when he was talking about WrestleMania 3. Everybody wants to beat off over Macho Man versus Ricky Steamboat, but that show was sold on Andre versus Hogan. Correct. You know? So if you, if you want to check that out, please check out the Ethan Essex interview. So so that's the thing, is that is that, you know, all the smart people are gonna remember the undercard. And yes, Macho Man versus Steamboat was one of the greatest matches of all time. But it was sold on Andre versus Hogan. It was sold on Hogan body slamming Andre, hitting the leg drop for the world title. Okay, and WrestleMania. 8. What was the? What was I the, don't remember WrestleMania. 8. You don't off remember? the top of my head, dude. They got the worst main event ever. Hogan versus um, um, war. Wait, Hogan versus Sid, and the um, then Papa Shango came out, and and then the Warrior came, came out. out. Dude, that was a that the Warrior thing coming out. I popped for, but the rest of the, the rest of the car that was just a horrible ending. You know what I mean? The thing I remember is Savage versus Flair. You know what I mean? Well, what is that show remembered for? I mean, okay. What well, you just said right there, in my mind, yes, Savage versus Flair, great match. But you're gonna, but like you said, what's up? Like you know. A great match, yeah, but we just saw great matches tonight. We saw great matches tonight on both shows. Yeah. You know? And, but Warrior coming out to save Hulk Hogan was a big fucking deal at the time because people didn't even realize that Warrior was still around. You know, that was was the WrestleMania moment right there. It was. So, but. And we had to talk about that too, was the fact that, like, you know, whenever I tried to break down your thought process when it came to what makes great matches, and I always said that you always remember certain moments more than the match as a whole. 
And you have mentioned matches before where, you know, the, it was like, yes, this was a really good match. But you love those moments. Those those moments that stick out. You know, the, the highlight reels. The odd endings. I don't really understand that, but that's just, you know, that's just... You don't like an odd ending. Not if it doesn't make any sense. I mean, you could take something that makes absolute... That's a Vince... That's... Look. There are times when, when See, there are times when odd endings are good, but then other times they just don't make any sense. But you didn't like the whole women's match when they won the money in the bag. That um, it was a guy that took it down. And I would have been just as pissed off if the very first men's money in the bank match ended some bullshit ass way. But. Dude, I'm saying, it's if, if just this is the first one, they did not need to have a Vince Russo ending for that. But it was different. But the match itself, it wrote itself. It didn't need any shenanigans. It, it wrote itself for the fact that it was the first one that they ever had. And they did have a good match up until that point. That's why I was saying, I was like, this was totally not necessary. And then they had another match the next night. Whether they meant to do that or it was just thrown out there because people were so pissed off, and then Carmella just won, and then Carmella just won anyway. I think it was just because the fans were pissed off, but I I enjoyed the ending. I thought it was different, and but you always say it's things that are different. But when you've watched wrestling for over twenty years, how many times can you see? How many times are you going to see the same exact thing over and over again? But how many times did you see a man winning a money in bank match? Every single time a man's won a money in the bank match. Woman's won? That doesn't mean that it makes it good. Does that mean that a Judy Bagwell on a forklift match is good? Because nobody's ever seen that before. That was, that was just horrible. But nope, but it has never happened before. It's amazing. You but know? it was horrible because she shouldn't have been there. But, but it's never happened. And it never happened again. <laughs> it was one of the greatest moments in wrestling history. And that's what I'm trying to figure out. Half of your brain is Vince Russo, and half of your other brain is a sane person. And they seem to have this conflict all the time, you know? It's like, yes, this shit show was amazing, but this one was just horrible. Oh, gosh. You don't understand my craziness in my lifetime. No, I don't understand your Frankensteinishness. You make about as much sense as Scott Steiner math. Scott Steiner math is amazing. It helped me out on my taxes this year. We don't need to <laughs> even talk about that. So, it was a joke. So, um... So I got my own ticket to go see, um, Star Wars. What movie do I want to see next? I want to see, uh... You want to see Double Tap? Besides that. Not no, Terminator. No, I don't want to see Terminator. Did you hear the good news about the next Jurassic Park? Yeah, it's going to have... Um, the original cast. Yeah. Yeah. I figured you would hear about that. Yeah, I heard somebody else is going to want it too. Oh, yeah. We'll find out. Yeah. Until she gets announced. I heard it from somebody. Oh, yeah. Okay. You know what I mean? So... Okay, it's Heather Graham. I heard she's going to be in it. Oh, all right. I love Heather Graham. 
So we're drifting off into movies. Yeah, let's let's get back to movies. No, no, no. NXT show, AEW show. So, what did you like about both of them? The NXT show tonight. Yeah. I don't know because um, I haven't put my whole. I didn't see the whole AEW show because I came in. I'm like, talking about this is the same thing that we did for the first week. It's basically because we have both shows on. Mm-hmm. What did you look over and go? Oh, that was awesome. Or like, oh man, I need to watch. I need to watch this whole episode for this part. Oh, Finn Balor turn heel. I yeah. thought that was awesome. So basically, what happened was was that Roderick Strong tonight he he retained his North American Championship in a really awesome triple threat match, and afterwards, Undisputed Era they were beating up Keith Lee, and then Tommaso Ciampa comes out. And he's got his and he's got his crutch, and everybody's chanting "Daddy's home." Daddy's home. Yeah, and it was just Champa in the ring with the four of them, and they were just standing there. And then it was like, okay, who's going to come out next? Oh, look, it's Johnny Gargano. And then a crowd's chanting DIY. <clears throat> so Gargano gets in the ring, and it's like, okay, it's still four on two. Who else is going to come out? So then Finn Balor comes out, or Finn Balor comes out. And he gets in the ring with Ciampa and Gargano. And it looks hilarious as hell because Balor's the big man of the group. And so it was three on four. They looked like that they were going to have a fight. And it was like, okay, so we're either going to have an extra person come out. Or the one thing that nobody really saw coming was, or maybe some people, I don't know. I don't talk to everybody. So Gargano jumps... Uh, not Gargano. Uh, Finn Balor jumps Gargano. Mm-hmm. And then the Undisputed Era basically beat the fuck out of Gargano and Ciampa. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so then after that, Balor gets out of the ring. He shotgun drop kicks Gargano into the uh, the plants that were on the outside. And then he gives him 1942 or whatever. What's that called? What's the move called again? The, the brain buster that he does. I don't remember the name of it. Yeah, he, he hit the butterfly brain buster onto the floor. Yeah, I see you doing that. And then Undisputed Era, they're doing their they're doing their hand symbol. And I guess they're waiting for uh, Balor to return the favor. <coughs> Balor stands there. He stands there, he looks down at Gargano. He looks at Undisputed Era. He doesn't do it. he just walks off. Without a smile on his face. <laughs> so the whole question is, is that, is he part of the, and this is, you see, this is good. This was a really good way of ending the show yeah. because you, because it makes you wonder, you're like, is he part of the group? Is he just a heel? Um, unanswered questions that we'll find out on NXT next week. You see, that was a great way of ending that show. So, and the triple threat match was really good too. That that was, that was an awesome match. Keith Lee did an insane dive to the outside. A big dusty black dusty roads looking dude like that should not be doing dives to the outside like that. <laughs> and then, but the thing that that might people might turn <coughs> excuse me um might turn people to, from AEW to NXT if. Finn Balor comes out next week. Just because everybody... It's a top hot topic now. He's heel. 
So people want to know what they're going to do with a heel. Yeah, but you see Fair. that. But you see that's the same thing. But this, but this is. I don't think that's going to matter. For one reason, because the people that are watching both shows are going to watch both shows regardless, and guaranteed the number, the the seven hundred thousand or whatever to the one million, like you know. You got a lot of those people that are watching both shows. But AEW has a rerun right after. It doesn't matter because people want to see it live. It's all about seeing it live. Like, you know, I mean, you're going to get the people. You're always going to get the people that are going to DVR it or going to watch the replays or whatever. But. But NXT's live too. The ones that watch it live, they want to see it when it happens. NXT was live too. I understand that, but what I'm trying to say is, is that there's people that are not going to watch AEW regardless because they think it's hot garbage, and there's also people that are not going to watch NXT because they think that regardless of what happens there, it doesn't really matter. So you're you you already have this is the thing that both companies have. You already have a lot of people's minds set. That regardless of what either show does, it doesn't matter. And that's kind of where they need to flip the switch with a lot of people. They need to flip the switch where it's like, wow, I really need to watch this show. But that's the problem, though. Wrestling fans are so jaded these days that, like, it really takes some mind-blowing shit for people to go, man, you know what? I absolutely have to watch this next week. That's what the issue is. And like I said, I, I, yes, I, I prefer watching AEW just because it's a different presentation. And I was always more of a Monday Nitro guy anyway. But it's the fact of like, even when I, but even like NXT's first show, I will say like their first head to head show, that was a takeover quality show that they had. Uh, AEW's second show that was really solid. I was looking for things to criticize. I was like, I I couldn't really find a whole lot. Their third and fourth show, I mean, we were at we were at the third show and we saw and and we saw that well, we missed the first half hour. But <laughs> sorry about that. Um <laughs> but you know, I almost bought tickets to go in there. I would have been so pissed. Oh, would you? No, I would have been pissed because I would have been like, "Oh, the guy that the, the guy that's so that's so ready to just shoot like fire shots at this bullshit ass company. Fuck these guys. Fuck you, Cody. You blocked me on Twitter, and then you unblock me. I still hate you." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I would have. Yeah, I would have been annoyed. Um, but, oh, I had to go pee so bad. I know, but guess what? So did everybody else. <laughs> so. I Okay. I liked I liked the Omega versus Janela match. I actually I, I liked that match more than Moxley versus um ver- Moxley versus Pac. I can say that. Because and and I know I know your opinion on Omega is about as high as mine on like Jay White's but <clears throat> but Jayla White's my favorite wrestler. No, he's not. Shut the fuck. <laughs> I liked I liked what um. 
I liked what Omega and Janela did and what the Young Bucks and Best Friends did. Because I've talked about this with WWE matches. I've talked about where as long as they have a really kick-ass match, even if the outcome is kind of obvious, it's like, okay, here's an example. Randy Orton versus Christian. Randy, Randy Orton absolutely <coughs> obliterated Christian every <laughs> single fucking match they had. And, it, and like, that part got tiresome. But their matches were so awesome. Like, if, if I go back and remember, like, feuds that Orton had, his feud with Christian, I loved that one. And everybody remembers, one more match. One more match. Yeah. One more match. One more match. So... One of the things I was talking about as far as, like, you know, the way that Omega... Because people were saying, like, oh, WWE booked Omega the way that uh, AEW is. They'd be getting a bunch of shit. It's the fact that, like, Omega basically went from New Japan um, seven-star Meltzer beat-off material to just another guy in AEW. And I think they did that on purpose because if he was booked any higher, then people would be like, oh, well, you know, he's just one of the, he's just one of the boys. That's why. <laughs> And Janela did get a lot of offense in on him. That was a really and he took he took an ass an ass kicking also. And I think it was mainly because of the match that they had on AW Dark the new the new DQ or Street Fight or whatever they had because that match went over very well. That they were like, okay, let's put this match on Dynamite. See how they do. And then the Young Bucks versus Best Friends. I thought that the Best Friends had the best sh showing so far out of any other match that they've had. <clears throat> yeah. One of the things that they need to do, though, and this is where it's going to become a little tricky, is that since they're making a point of showing everybody's win-loss record, like, is there going to be a time where they... I mean... Like, how, how are they going to do that when somebody's like, oh, look, I mean, because right now it's whatever, because they've only had so many shows, so it's like, oh, somebody's 0-3, oh, who, who cares, like, it's not a big deal, but, like, once they start having more shows, and you're looking going, man, this guy's, like, 0-16, oh, maybe we should give him a win, <laughs> like, <laughs> like, who can we, uh, hey, Sonny Kiss, what are you doing, can we, <laughs> can you, uh, can you have a match this week, we'll put you on Dynamite, <laughs> But I but think that's one of the reasons. Question. I think that's one of the reasons why they do have AEW Dark, like as as a regular show on YouTube, where they actually show the shows, yeah. so that if there's times where they need to like tack on a couple wins for some people, that they can do that. So, so do you think someone's going to have the Kurt Hawkins loss record? I would hope so. Oh my God! I wish Kurt Hawkins would go there. He would be like, dude, I will be the guy to have zero wins. And I will be more over than the guy with wins. <laughs> He's doing well in WWE right now. He's not going anywhere. Hawkins was at his best before he won his match. For the tag team titles? Yeah. He, sh like, he should have literally went with no wins. That, yeah. that would have been that, that would have been his like crowning achievement. How many people can say that they had a career and made good money... And won not a single match. <laughs> so, do you think do you think Cody Rhodes is going to... Oh, wait, not really Cody. Do you think someone's going to have the Goldberg wins? 
it depends on what they want to do. I mean, you know, there's there's a lot of, there's a lot of things that they're trying out that I mean, they're not like really big things, but at the same time, like a company emphasizing win loss records. I mean, like, yeah, WWE did that when it came to losing streaks and really long winning streaks, like when Asuka like had her winning streak going, but. Putting it on a weekly show for the entire roster, like, that's something that doesn't really happen. And also the fact of, so tonight with Pac versus Moxley, they went to a time limit draw, which Dave did call. Like, I, I really would have wanted one of them to win, but at the same time, but I like the fact that they were really, they were really playing to that time limit. They, like, they, they really kind of emphasized the importance of, like, when they only had so many when they had so much time left, how, like, all of a sudden they were starting to just, like, go through all their moves, like, okay, I gotta put this guy away, like. But that was something else that when you were talking about the, um, when you were talking about Private Party versus the Young Bucks, how you said, like, oh, I thought that their match went long, but it's the fact of, like, their way of pacing matches is completely different from, like, what you see on WWE television. Like, yeah. Because sometimes with WWE, what will happen is, is that they'll have a five-minute match and, like, they'll just kind of throw in some random stuff. Or one of the other examples is the biggest issue that Triple H has is that whenever he has his matches, everybody always says, you know what, this would actually not be a bad match. People might actually, like, give, give it props if they cut off ten minutes. Yeah. It's the way that the match is paced that is that is very important it has to make sense it has to flow well i mean you don't and then you'll get some matches where how many times have you said like oh it started off really slow and then it had a really hot ending like you know or a match that just went like fast forward the entire time and it was just 10 minutes of constant action like you know so there's just a lot of little details that people might not really think about when they say like Oh, this is what I think of this match. So, but that is one of the things that they're going to be doing, or that that is one of the things that I think that they're going to have a little more awareness with because of the fact that they're playing to the time limit, you know, being being called on air whenever the announcer or whatever says, like, oh, there's like 15 minutes left, so. Yeah, um, I, I love the whole concept of the time limit. In AEW, it's... But the thing that I find really amusing about that is that, like, that's a very NWA-ish... Or that's a very... That that gives it its NWA flavor. But... I would think that NWA would do that, though. Like, do they do that? Yeah. Oh, they are doing that? But right now, they didn't have it yet. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's something that they should well, do. It's one here's, of the rules. Here's a question. Was it NWA that was doing this, or was it WCW? The the over-the-top rope disqualification. That was WCW. <sighs> I miss that dumb shit. <laughs> I did, too. I did, too. Because, I... because wrestlers, like, I, re I, I, I remember looking back, and, like, people were like, yeah, that was kind of stupid. But, like, people, but the heels would catch so much heat when they would dump somebody over the top and the referee wouldn't see it. They'd be like, oh, that, oh, how dare he, like. But it, it would suck for a berserker. If berserker was in WCW. Then he would be the new Kurt Hawkins. 
Because, yeah, remember Berserker's finisher was yeah. throwing the guy out and he of the ne- ring? Yeah, and he never won the Rumble, which is stupid. Yeah, don't know how that happened. But Well, he couldn't use his other finisher, impaling somebody with a sword. <laughs> like, he was trying, like he tried to do with The Undertaker. That was one of my memories, was Berserker versus The Undertaker. Berserker tried to impale The Undertaker, and they were like, Oh my gosh, I can't believe he... Ch- like, well, what is he trying to do? <laughs> uh, when I... <laughs> Berserker! So, what was the, uh... So, what did you... So, you say you caught the last NWA show. Like, what stood out in your mind with that one? The last show? Yeah. Last week, um, first thing that comes to mind. My gosh, what was Nick Aldis doing with his with his manager or valet or whatever? Are they playing up some kind of an angle where she might like she, she might like split from him or something? Like, what are they doing? She don't that? speak. She that's our gimmick. She doesn't talk. She's the silent Bob of um, women. Or, how's Trevor Murdoch doing? He's doing well. He's doing well. Somebody was mentioning, they were like, yeah, whenever Trevor Murdoch's in the ring, I think he's going to, like, die from, like, exhaustion or whatever. Um, Aaron Stevens and Colt Cabana teaming up. Um, it, it, dude, it's how the stuff. Have you watched it yet? I saw parts of it. What'd you think? I want, I, I'm, I'm curious as to how long they're going to go with this. Because this really seems like it's more... It, this 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 almost feels like it's has like a lucha underground feeling to it where it's like how long can it possibly go, you know? I don't think this is something that they're going to do long term, but as a project, it's I, you get what I'm saying, right? I, like, I mean, how long can you go until how long can you go with this until this presentation starts getting old? You know, that's the whole problem. Is that like, okay. and that, and, and you know what, that goes, that, that, that actually falls back to something that Billy Corgan is known for is the fact that he gets bored with things a lot of times. Like, you know, he likes to try to change things up. So do you think that maybe they'll follow a timeline of like kind of how the presentation might've changed over, over time, but still keep it retro? Like, we'll have to see because I really don't know. That's a good but that, but that's, but that's what I'm saying is that like, how long can this go until people are bitching about this? I think, I don't know, but it's the people that are out there that only think AEW is the only good wrestling out there. Where do you get this? Stop looking at these toxic fucking boards because you're starting to pollute my brain. Because there's a lot of people <laughs> out there that say that the NWA show is good. You yeah, know? yeah, and like I'm one of them. Yeah, but I'm saying like I don't know where you're coming from with all this stuff because most of the boards that I look at are people that go like, "Oh, people, uh, uh, the AEW fans at the arena, all one thousand of them. Uh, dude, all their shows have had way more than a thousand people. You know, I mean, again, this is going back to the whole thought. Like everybody already has this painted picture in their head." And it doesn't fucking matter what the shows do. You know? 
it's kind of like the whole thing of where we're basically right now Rollins is the big douchebag of wrestling and they really just need to turn him heel and embrace it dude I, dude what do you think um what he said to uh, Omega I'm not even talking about that I mean that just kind of added on top of everything but it's just the fact of like where he's at right now if they really want to capitalize on it they will make him a heel because he is I mean, it's so easy for people to be like, just turn him heel, but he is so much better as a heel. My oh, God. yeah. I'm... Like, when he was on his heel run, like, his character was better. He was, like, basically, I mean, he was basically... He was a heel in the ring honor. You know what I mean? But he was also a face. But, like, he was almost like, he was almost like the Cena of the company. Where people were like, they did not want to see him as world champ, and he basically, like, had a chip on his shoulder because of it, so... But his his in-ring work was even better when he was a heel. I mean, how many how many like great matches in recent memory do you remember him having outside of the one that he had with Styles at Money in the Bank? Because that was a really good match. But all the other ones just kind of blend together. His match with The Miz was good. That was... That was way before Money in the Bank. I'm oh, talking like recently. Recently. <laughs> He's been pissing off so many people that he doesn't have time to have great matches. Like <laughs> it's like, why do I have to do that? I could get a bunch I could get a bunch of people like, you know, talking about me all the time just because of the way I act on Twitter. <laughs> yeah, there's nothing out there. Random note, so apparently uh, Jake Hager they they had a article about him or whatever where he said that he has an upcoming uh, MMA fight with Bellator, and until he has that, he's not going to wrestle any matches in AEW. So I guess they're waiting to get that out of the way. But one of the things that I think that he might have mentioned or somebody else was is that they're playing up the fact that he is an undefeated MMA badass, even though he's only had like maybe two matches or three, three matches. Three matches. But he was like, yeah. I need to keep winning. Otherwise, that goes out the window. <laughs> but it's like, does it really go out the window? I mean, Brock lost matches and he was still the fucking, like, he was still the Undertaker killer after he came back. But then again, <laughs> but then again, that's, but then again, that's Brock Lesnar compared to Jack Swagger, so. But my love for you is like a truck berserker. You're so talking. So, <laughs> you know what that's for, clerks. So, it shouldn't really matter either way. Like you know, the fact that he's in MMA and he's doing well as it is, like I don't yeah. think it really makes a difference. But now you think about it, he does have to keep on winning. Well, it just looks better for him in general. But honestly, like you know. As long as as long as they're booking him to his strengths, which also include him never talking, because because <laughs> he because he is no like he needs to just stay exactly how he is with his polo shirt <laughs> kicking everybody's ass. <laughs> did did you did you hear about um no MMA fighters come getting trained to be a wrestler? Uh, I think I heard something about it. 
Do you know who it is? No. Frank Mir? Oh, yeah, yeah. Getting trained by uh, Austin Aries? Yeah, I was listening to a podcast. Um, Eddie Hedder, um, he's going to be on our show very soon. And um, he, he, he was wrestling on the same card as Aries. And Frank Mears came. And he talked to Frank Mears about UFC and like that the whole time. You know what I mean? Yeah. So. Speaking of other MMA guys, like, what do you think of what um, Ken Shamrock was doing with uh, Impact? I thought I, that pushed um, Moose over in the pay-per-view. Um, but I thought Shamrock would should have won. Shamrock just looks so... He, he looks like the Sly Stallone of wrestling. <laughs> he really does. Yo, with, Adrian! With his, I like, did it! With his like extremely aged face and his jacked body <laughs> and his greasy curly hair. But you know what he's doing right now? He started his own um, MMA kind of thing. It's um, on Fist, like, no, on Glove Fist. Like, what is it called? No Glove Fist, what? Uh, no, what, what is it called? Um, open, open Fist, I don't know what's called. What's Frank? God. Shamrock? Yeah, Ken Shamrock. Shamrock's always doing stuff, like, outside of, like, I mean, he's... Yeah, so... That's that. Ken Shamrock is keeping busy with his five-knuckle shuffle time. <coughs> <coughs> it's like a fist league kind of thing. A league of fisting. <laughs> oh, sounds, that sounds amazing. <laughs> uh, nobody fists better than Ken Shamrock. <laughs> oh, it's bare knuckle boxing. That's what it's called. It's knuckle up time. Yeah. So that's what it's got going on right now. It's bare boxing. I love the interview they had with um, <coughs> where he was talking about the chair shot they took from the Rock. Oh shit! Yeah. And he, and he basically said that he was like yeah I asked for that I was like you better hit me yeah that's a good question why is Shamrock and WWE don't talk um well if you ever heard of any WWE or, or uh, Ken Shamrock interview even he doesn't know I think maybe he does know and he just doesn't want to talk about it so <clears throat> but wouldn't you love to see Ken Shamrock in the Hall of Fame for once I'm sure that they will consider it when they run out of everybody else, because eventually everybody gets their recognition, so. Yeah. But, um, if you want to talk about Impact, um, Battle of Glory was amazing. I was amazed, like, how from start from start to finish, it was one of the hell of a show. <coughs> well, that's, well, one of the reasons why they're doing so well right now is because of the fact that they understand their position as a company and they're kind of doing what Ring of Honor was doing they weren't like overshooting their they weren't overshooting they were going with what they were comfortable with <clears throat> yeah you want to know like starting off the show was the world like a battle royal uh, Madison Rain wrestled but yeah. we're not going to talk about that or the other but going right to the the gauntlet match Eddie Edwards was number one. And then um, you have uh, Rio Scum. 
Jake Diener, um, I Rohit, Joey Ryan got signed with Impact Wrestling. Oh yeah. Yeah. Jessica Havoc, Rosemary, Cody De- Dude, it just goes on. Johnny Swinger just uh, returned. Swoggle um, was on there. Tommy Dreamer wrestled. You know what I mean? Yeah. Sabu came out. You know what I mean? And Eddie won. You know what I mean? That was a good match. And then you had um, Tierra Viker. Vikery? Terra Valkyrie. Yeah. Uh, Morrison's um, wife. Yeah. Versus um, Tanel Dashwood. So that match was. I don't know because of my. Um, I didn't see this match just because of the whole. Um, me trying to watch it and then everything started loading weird. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Then I lost it and I was like, damn. Then the North took on Rich Squan and Willie Mack and versus Rhino and RVD for the tag team titles. Um, so I think um, since the start, I missed the ending, but the North won. Um, Mike Gouge won his match. But hey. Um, Jay Cross versus Tessa Blanchard. Ace Austin, AC, AC Romero, and Daga in a ladder match for the, um, so, independent wrestler, Ace Austin, won the X Division title. So, I was talking to George for a minute, and he said, I, I brought up um, two names. And he goes, I don't know I don't know anything about independent wrestlers. I was like, dude, every single wrestler that's in wrestling right now were independent wrestlers. You don't know anybody. Most okay. Of them, most of them are. I was like, guess what? Ace Austin was an independent wrestler. Now he just won the X Division title. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, Ken Shatrock versus Moose. Moose won. Um... But the match of the night was the no DQ match for the Impact title. Brian Cage versus Sam Callahan. My favorite part of the whole thing, he goes gets his Wolverine calls and goes like this to him, Sammy Sam. Oh. <laughs> but Brian Cage won and then his wife um, Melissa Santo came out. Celebrate. It was over. It was like a Miss Elizabeth and Macho Man ending. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. But I enjoyed the pay-per-view. What I did see that wasn't buffling every five minutes. You know what I mean? But I feel like everybody in the world is trying to watch it, and it sucks. But, yeah. <laughs> your your boy, um... George is like, hey, um, I don't follow independent wrestlers. And I wrote, Joey Ryan's the indie guy. <laughs> yeah, our friend George. Yeah. Oh, yeah, he goes, AC Romero was in HOH. Yeah, that's an indie show, dude. <laughs> uh, 
his horrible trying to like be right and be wrong. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, everybody's got their opinions and they're gonna stick with it. So I don't like indie wrestling. Um, Joe Gacy's on the network, dude, <laughs> for a pay per view. But what what's next? Nothing. That's it. We have um. What's our next interview coming up? Um, Sunday. Yeah, Helter, Helter Skelter. Helter Skelter, yeah. It'll be our Halloween episode. Yeah. So, um, we got that, and we'll, uh, <clears throat> we'll post up the other interviews, the, the schedule on our Facebook page, the Integrity Person Discussions on Facebook, and you can also follow us on Twitter and all the other stuff that we were talked about, the introduction. Cat is cleaning itself on my. Where I'm gonna be laying my head. That's great. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Appreciate that. Um, I just read something. Yeah. Kurt Angle and his wife finalized adoption of a boy, and oh. I started laughing. It's like. <laughs> You're not my real son. It's true. It's damn true. <laughs> oh, well. another note. So, 2K20 came out, and apparently. On PlayStation Network, you can get a refund on the PlayStation Network because it's a broken piece of shit. And if you follow uh, message boards online, you'll see people that say, Hey, so what if it's a broken, glitchy thing? I'm going to have fun with it anyway. You see, this is why Vince McMahon loves people like you. Because you will buy broken bullshit. See, the game didn't get my attention. It felt like it's the same piece of shit from last year. If you are into any sports games at all, they are all the same. No crap. That's exactly. why I haven't bought any new base. Like baseball's the only one I bought new. Exactly. Because but I MLB the show is the same. But I never bought one. And the but it's, but you still play it. Yeah. And that game is probably the same stuff minus the shinier graphics since the PlayStation Three. And I love the show. That game's awesome. But, like, I didn't buy a show for a long time. I Like, I never bought... I haven't bought a um, Madden since 18. Oh, well, thank God for that. Since 18? Since 18? 17, 17, I'm sorry. Since 2017? Yeah, that was it. not that long ago. <laughs> I think the last time I bought a Madden was, like... PlayStation 3. It could be. But I got the the rest of the schedule for the end of the year. You want to hear it all? No, I post it up on the uh, Facebook page. Okay. I have to like... Yeah, exactly. No, oh. but um, what else is there? There's... Oh, I know I wanted to say something else. I can't remember it. My God, we're out of time. We'll see you next... No, uh, like I forgot what it was. I, I always forget something. Yeah, and then after we stop recording, then we go, I remember this now. Do you want to... Tack the song at the end? Nah, it's good. But, yeah, I had... Go back to um, the wrestling show I went to Saturday. I had fun going going up with Marlon. You know what I mean? It was, it was a fun ride. But, like, the thing that I wanted to say was... I um, we, were, we went stopped at the Wawa. Okay? And there was, like, four Indian guys standing outside. In flip-flops. So the first day away was what flip flop crew? <laughs> what did they say? They started laughing. 
<laughs> and first thing Marlon goes, do you know them? I'm like, no. <laughs> we just have something in common. We're all flip-flops. We're a flip-flop crew. And then we're getting ready to leave. I'm like, peace out, flip-flop crew. And got in my car and we drove off to Jersey. The flip-flop podcast. If anybody's got any name suggestions for Dave's show, send us to our Facebook page or send it to DB himself. Because I already have something in mind. I'm going to keep it in my mind. And if you listen to the other uh, episodes, you already know what it will be. But with, with Dave, it's still a work in progress. We were thinking, like, I, I don't think that I don't think that double shot will work. Because double shot is more of a, like... I want to call it the flip-flop crew. And we'll talk about everything. What? You don't like third generation? The third generation. You do love talking about that. Oh, uh, I, I do. Yeah. There's a special place in your heart for third uh, generation superstars. Yeah. Well, I want to do a show that just talk about everything. Movies. So... The greatest soda in the world. You need to take your ADD medicine. You think I, I, I want too much? Because your mind just drifts off everywhere. You know? I know. Huh. <laughs> like, like we'll be talking about... um, we, We'll be talking about the cat. Oh, like oh, oh look look at the cat over here and oh, all look at the cat, look at the cat over here and all of a sudden oh, you'll be like dog no you'll go oh look at that Vic Venom Vic Venom or we'll be talking about like oh what do we want to eat tonight I don't know Kenny Omega blows <laughs> 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 I don't know man sometimes you know maybe if you were to smoke some really good ganja it would settle you down and it would be like oh my god and all of a sudden you'd be like. Yes, I am DB Richards, and all of a sudden you're saying things, more, you're saying things with more clarity and more enunciation, and it's like, oh my gosh! And then you're gonna be like, oh, he's so proper. Excuse me. No, sir, no, 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 no. You're not you, gonna be proper because during an interview, and so you're gonna be like, so have you ever shit sh- yourself? Sharded yourself instead of saying soil. <laughs> no, no, you'll be like this, like, hey. In my I'll be like in a British accent or something. It's like, hey, do you have a fag? Yes, would you like to smoke a fag? Okay, I'm done. (laughs) (laughs) Um, That's my British humor. Yep. Follow us on Facebook. Follow us on Twitter. Uh, This is France. It's okay. My family's British. Yeah, it's... it's You know what? That's that's like when somebody says... um, Yeah, well, insert... Racist comment here. It's okay because I'm this race. Yeah, why not? It's just words until somebody dies. Oh, yeah. So, family members that do listen to this podcast, I'm sorry. Didn't mean to. I thought it was a funny humor of cigarettes. Alright, this is Fran, and this is... D.B. Richards and Jamak. Yeah. The imaginary man. No, he did text back. He just got the message late. Hey, Jamak, what's going on? We'll see you next week. Next week, yay! Sunday. Oh, what's this?